Welcome to the Sarah Centrella Show. Join best-selling author, master life coach, and manifesting expert Sarah Centrella as she shares tips, tools, and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream life. It's time to hustle and thrive. Now, here's your host, Sarah Centrella. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Sarah Centrella Show. I am your host, yours truly, So guys, I'm really excited because this is a new feature that I'm doing on the show where I want to start providing uh, more tools, more tips for all of you amazing listeners to be able to put those into action in your life so that you can start getting results because that's all I ever care about is that we get results. Um, And so to do that, I am excited to start giving listeners an opportunity um, to come on the show and share with us a little bit about their story, what it is that they need help on or have questions on or um, want some manifesting tips or whatever the case is that they're going through. And so that is our show today. You get to be a fly on the wall and uh, be part of this coaching session um, as it's taking place live. I do not know this listener personally, um, so everything you hear is really our first interaction uh, together. And as always, this would be the same um, whether you booked me one-on-one for a private one-hour session or not. My goal is to always see if we can get as much work done in our time together as possible, and also if I can give you some tangible things to start doing immediately to get results. So having said all that, welcome to the show, Lucy. I'm excited to have you on, and I'm looking forward to getting to know a little bit more about you and getting some work done. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited to, um, to be here and be able to talk to you about this stuff. Yes, absolutely. So one of the places I love to start as a coach, it helps me a lot. If I can know just a little bit about you, we definitely don't need to go into a ton of detail, but um, just give me a sense of um, where you're at in your life right now, like maybe what you do um, for work, what are kind of what's a little bit of background on you. Um, And then with that, what are some things that you're focusing on and would like to change? Yeah, so I am, um, I just turned 34, and I uh, work for a hospice, and I'm a psychology major. I, I love working with people, um, but uh, I, I just have, have done that for quite a while, and I um, started a little side hustle a couple of years ago. It was just really a hobby, and I ended up really enjoying it and learned that I could actually make a, a good profit off of it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm starting to uh, really invest in that and, and work towards being able to actually uh, possibly, you know, make that a full-time thing instead of just a side hustle. So, Yeah, um, that's exciting. First of all, congratulations, because so many people would love to do side hustle or create something of their own on the side and have no idea what that is, what they're good at, Mm -hmm. you know, what they're passionate about, even where their talents or interests lie. So kudos because you have half the battle figured out just by even (laughs) finding anything that you liked and then being able to kind of turn it into more, um, Mm -hmm. which is super exciting. So 
right now you're kind of in that space where you've been double hustling for a while, if you will. You've had like the steady job, the nine to five, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then during that time, you've been building out your passion project or your, your side hustle. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I put a lot of um, just time into making like an actual um, room out of my extra room in my house to make it an actual studio to be able to work in. And I mean, now with everything happening with COVID and, and not really going anywhere, it's actually been really perfect to really get it out there. And right. so I've really been like, I'll clock out from work and I just start doing my, my thing and I try to, to get my uh, stuff out there and, and, you know, I have people sharing it and, and they're really excited too. And so it's really giving me that motivation to keep going. Um, but, you know, when you're starting something like this, it's always uh, a little bit anxiety provoking with um, just, you know, if I do get there, um, how do I know it's going to be stable money? And, um, you know, I'm so comfortable with being able to have benefits where I'm at and all of that kind of stuff. So I almost think that I'm like half manifesting that kind of part too with, right. you know, just the worry, but also the, the excitement. So I really am putting like 50-50 into both. But Which makes it hard at a certain point. Yeah. You kind of get to this place where – because here's the catch-22. It's amazing to have a paycheck while you build your passion. <laughs> like, that's the dream. Um, people ask me all the time, should I just quit my job and figure out what I want to do? Fuck no, you shouldn't. You should, like, <laughs> get paid while you figure out what you want to do. Um, yeah. And then you should start doing it and get better at it and better at it and actually start mm-hmm. earning money at it. And yeah. then eventually you know that you're going to have to make a decision and be all in because here's mm-hmm. the thing, you're never going to reach the level of success you want to reach until you are all in. That's just the way it is. But yeah. there are some stuff that you can kind of do um, before that happens to just ensure that you're, you got your ducks in a row. You know, it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy and without challenge, but you can definitely mm-hmm. get yourself to where you're prepared to kind of make that leap. So what do you do? Do you mind uh, sharing what you what your business is, your side hustle? Yeah, it's, um, it's actually metal stamping. So I stamp like keychains and um, spoons. Like a lot of people love to have these, like uh, their mantra written on a or stamped onto mm-hmm. a spoon with their coffee okay. in the morning. Um, and then I, I'm doing that, but also um, branched into like actually doing the jewelry part of it too, which people have gone crazy over. I didn't realize it was such a big thing. So I've gotten into doing that, and um, and now I'm experience, experimenting with leather and metal together. And so um, just kind of just working on getting um, some other stuff in there so that it's um, all of the same type of thing, but... Um, just some options for people based on what they want. And, you know, right. I love being able to find gifty stuff for people. Um, so, so it's custom-created. Yeah. Most, most of it you're kind of custom-creating per order, and it's a physical thing, right? You're making them yeah. Um, yeah. and selling them as a physical product. So let's talk about what your goal or dream or vision is for this company best case scenario. So one of the things that 
I think we have to do and a lot of times forget to do is with everything, whether it is, you know, creating the relationship you want, creating the business you want, doesn't matter, like plug in the topic, you have mm-hmm. to first kind of identify where I'm going, what's the ultimate state that I wish, dream, hope <laughs> could happen uh-huh. if I take this leap, right? So most people are saying things like, well, what if I fail? What if I get overwhelmed? What if I can't meet orders? You know, yeah. yada, yada, right? They're going down mm-hmm. all those paths, which honestly are not only not pro- productive, but they can really lock you up and get you to not do anything. So we want to actually turn the tables and mm-hmm. say, okay, in a perfect world, in best case scenario, what do I see happening with this and how does my life change because of it? Mm-hmm. It's a big question. But if we don't know what that is, it's going to make our journey that much harder and it's going to make us much more susceptible to every obstacle beating us down, just all of that stuff. So Mm -hmm. you've probably heard of people talk about like, what's your why? Yada, yada. But no one ever tells you how to get there. (laughs) Yeah. Actually figure it out. Right. Um, Uh And, and if you don't know that, then you're going to lean on my family or, Oh, that, you know, very generic answers. Mm-hmm. But in order to get this to really work for you, we have to get super specific. We have to get into your dream moment of uh-huh. how this changes everything. So let's say, hypothetical, you your business is in a place where you're ready to make that leap. And just know mm-hmm. that when that happens, it's never going to feel like you're at that place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's always going to feel scary. It's always going to feel like a massive risk. It's always going to be the thing that your friends and family are going to be like, bitch, you're crazy. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you walking away from a salary? <laughs> Don't like, do it. <laughs> what are you doing? Right? Okay, so yeah. just knowing that uh-huh. will help, right? You're not going to give unrealistic expectations of the people in your life to be cheerleaders on the sidelines. Their mm-hmm. job is to be your skeptic. So, but when you make that move, you want to know, okay, in five years, my business is here and uh-huh. you need to fill in that like space, right? My business is here. It is crushing at a level I couldn't have even fathomed when I started. It has changed mm-hmm. my life in all these different ways. You know, maybe I've had an opportunity to upgrade my home, upgrade my car. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe now I have a team of people working for me. It's a team of designers. I have mm-hmm. an assistant. Um, maybe even we have a warehouse. We have manufacturing. So you uh-huh. have to go to all of those places to see where this thing is, has the potential to take you before mm-hmm. you start. So can you paint that picture for us? What does that look like for you? Yeah, so I've actually thought about that a lot. Um, I, when I do become successful in this and it is my full-time thing, I mean, in five years I could see myself even um, – producing the stamps that you use to make the, you know, to stamp mm-hmm. everything, um, you know, just making different fonts there. Um, and I think that that would be something really cool to be able to actually be the designer for those kind of things too and and still have my, you know, my stuff on the side too, but um, to get to the level of actually being somebody who is in production and being able to, provide that for other people who started out like I did would be really awesome and um, and just bring stuff that other that other companies right now don't have 
Right. And at, in five years, you know, if you've been working your business for five years, mm-hmm. you're not going to be doing it out of the spare room in your house anymore, right? So what in dream scenario, remember we're going uh-huh. big here, we have to go to dream, mm-hmm. dream case scenario, mm-hmm. what would that look like? What would your company structure look like? Uh, well, I would say even if it was, because um, I still, I love, I love small business when it's, it's, a, it's a smaller company, but very successful, not a lot of overhead. Um, I think it would be really cool to have uh, even, you know, have my own house that I, I live in, a beautiful house, even somewhere like near the beach, but also have even a shop behind it that was where we kind of do that out of. Um, and yeah, just being able to, to have the, the luxury of, uh, such a flexible schedule and not having to rely on, um, a, a paycheck from someone else is, is the, the dream goal there, not having to worry about money or, um, oh, I can't do that because I can't get the time off work, just right. all of those are like the the dream is is um, I I heard it on a pod I don't know if it was you or Jesse Lee the other day but I was listening to something and and it's just stayed in my mind and um, I'm literally working for the weekend like you know right. I'm like currently yeah and so yeah, in the just, in the day job yeah yeah just to get to the point where I don't feel like oh my gosh it's only Wednesday so I'll have two days left but if I'm working, doing what I love, and I'm just in it, and I'm not even caring what day it is, not because, um, right. you know, I have something to do, but because I genuinely, genuinely love what I'm doing and don't have to worry about um, others kind of controlling my schedule or, um, or, you know, me, really. Yeah. So I have two questions for you. One is, um, what is standing in your way right now from making that stuff happen and kind of taking that leap and going full in it, working mm-hmm. it full time. Cause obviously if you work it full time, you get more orders, you get more sales. Exactly. You know, so the parts of the business that seem a little scary cause they're, you know, it's still new. It's a business that's growing or whatever that changes once you're in it full time and then maybe are able to bring in some exactly uh, assistance or some type of help to, to kind of help you mm-hmm. with production. So let's talk about the things that are standing in your way, whether mentally or otherwise. Well, definitely just having a, a regular, you know, nine to five day job. Um, like I said, right now I, I literally clock out and then I just work until you know midnight or or whatever mm-hmm. it is um so it's it's a lot of that um i do where where i'm living i i live in a duplex and so uh if there's ever if there's somebody living next door i have to be kind of aware of myself because it you know stamping metal can be loud, right, can be loud. yeah and so that's, um, you know, sometimes even if I have the time, there's that in the back of my head, like, oh, gosh, I don't know if they can hear me or whatever it might be. Um, but really, I mean, the biggest thing is just the time. I just, um, I, I would love to find a, a, a job that 
I could even work different hours so that I can, can get this stuff done in a timely manner, or not a timely manner, but just in a matter of time. Right. I feel like I am able to continually grow and not just stay, um, just kind of stay where I'm at. Right. Well, that was about what I was about to say. So my second question is, this one might be a little tougher. So that's why you get a coach, right? Someone to push you up against the wall a little bit. Um, so is your vision for this to have it be a fun hobby that takes, you know, that pays you well enough to, to not work, but also isn't massively life-changing? Or is it to create create a company that, changes everything, changes your lifestyle, mm-hmm. changes your, you know, possibilities, employs other people, like, because those are very, two very different goals, not the one is right and one is wrong at all. But it's really important to kind of know that, especially at this stage, when you haven't had to make mm-hmm. the big decision yet. Um, because, you know, if it is something that you would just like to just create in your, you know, office back behind the Mm -hmm. house or whatever and it was enough to get you the house right and to Mm -hmm. pay for the lifestyle and maybe pay for like one assistant that's one type of life which might be absolutely Mm -hmm. everything you ever wanted Mm -hmm. and then the other one is like you could really build a company that grows and that can be known for this and you know that you have worldwide shipping and that eventually Mm -hmm. so here's the big part why I always want us to really focus forward is that in five years, let's say it's bustling, doing better than you ever thought, you know, you're adding employees, yada, yada, in that second scenario. And then mm-hmm. maybe in 10 years, you cash the whole thing in and retire mm-hmm. on a beach somewhere. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So I think a lot of business owners, when they start out, think that everything is going to be maybe a little better than it is now mm-hmm. or one or two versions different. Uh huh. And be honest <laughs> yeah I, I would never have anyone start a business if that was their goal because this shit is too hard no <laughs> like no I honestly think what my because the you know the the big shop in the back of my house is, is me thinking like me doing my own um work not like mm-hmm. you know if I was producing all these stamps it would definitely be um a bigger you know, warehouse somewhere that's able to do that and fulfill that. But, um, but really, I think my, my problem is, and I just can't, I just can't get my head around um, thinking that that is realistic in five years. It's so hard. There we go. That's what I was waiting for. (laughs) I just continually like put, you know, I, I just put like a wall in front of it and I'm like, you'll, you're not like, why, why do you even think that you're going to get there? Yep. (laughs) In five so, um, that, so, that, so that's the nail on the head. That's exactly what um, what I assumed <laughs> was behind that. That's why I pushed you a little bit, no, right? That's, yeah, definitely. Because, my yeah, here's there. the thing. Most people, when they start out anything, especially something they love, right? So something that we love like that, that started as maybe yeah. a hobby or something you did for a friend or whatever, and then you realize, hey, I'm kind of good at this. I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should do more kind of that whole process that you went through to to get to this point, Um, Mm -hmm. anything feels like a stretch to that, Mm -hmm. right? Because it it started as 
that's something you did for fun. And so the fact yeah. that you get paid for it now is kind of really cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the, the metamorphosis that it takes to really sit down and give something like that true vision mm-hmm. and true intentional creation is mm-hmm. tough. And most people will have some resistance right there and they just are like, I can't even see it. Like how can it go from what I like to do for my friends to – a company that employs a hundred people that ships worldwide mm-hmm. that I have a corporate office that I go to. And even though it's a corporate office, it looks like whatever, you know, like whatever your design yeah. style is. So, but here's the thing, if you can't even allow yourself, and I don't mean you specifically, but all of us, uh-huh. we can't even allow ourselves to imagine in a fantasy mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. what that would be like. How could we ever create it? Right? I know it has to start somewhere. It has to have an origin. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that was like my biggest question for you is how did you, I mean, basically talk yourself into you, you're, you can do this. It'll happen someday. How do you get your mind to actually believe that that's something you can do? So the very first thing that you absolutely have to do is you have to get that vision clear first. So you don't have to buy into it. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to think you're capable of it. You just have to start to see it as if you're watching someone else's movie. And we've all seen Uh movies of the underdog who becomes the thing they wanted to be, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it helps us to either write it out or if if you're a natural dreamer or a natural person uh, who could visualize well, and by visualize I mean daydream, like just create a little Mm -hmm. movie, you know, no stress around it. But not everyone can do that. So if you can't mm-hmm. just stand and write it out as a story, that's always a good place to start. Like, you know, I wake up, it's five years from now, so it's 2025, and I'm in my gorgeous new house, um, mm-hmm. coming down, have coffee in my beautiful new kitchen, and I'm about to head to the office, and we have all these new orders, we're launching a new product, and blah, 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 and you're kind of walking through just this so far-fetched scene, right? But it's the scene uh-huh. that your brain can put together because you've seen enough movies, you've read enough shit, you know what I mean? Like you can put it together. Mm-hmm. It's just, you don't have to go to the place yet of that's me and I fully believe it. Mm-hmm. First, we just need to construct it. And so once yeah. you kind of construct it and you're like, I, I'm walking into this gorgeous creative space and my team is here and they're super excited about the products and, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And, Maybe I'm getting ready to travel for a show because my jewelry is doing so well and I'm in a fashion show and whatever. So you're really building out all these just super far-fetched scenarios, right? Mm -hmm. Ones that are like there's no way in hell you could imagine doing that today. So you build those all out, and then what you allow to happen is, am I starting to get excited? Hmm, I've been thinking about this for like 45 minutes, and the more I think about it, the more I'm I'm excited about it. And here's Mm -hmm. the pieces of it that I love. I love the idea of showing my jewelry in a fashion show. Or you might be like, oh, hell no, that's not me, right? Something else. Uh-huh. So this uh-huh. is literally the point of creation, of how you're creating not only your future life, because it's going to impact every piece of your life when that happens, uh-huh. right? But you're also creating vision for where your company can go. And without it, it will always kind of be media. And I don't mean this in... I don't know anything about your business, so don't take this as shade, right? <laughs> but it will always be kind of mediocre because it doesn't have the direction. Yeah. It doesn't have a road to follow. 
Yeah, right? It doesn't have something to push it to the next level to step it up. It, it you know, it may very well, like I said, in scenario mm-hmm. one, it could totally pay all your bills just fine and still just be a great almost kind of hobby that you get paid to do, mm-hmm. which, like I said, could be everything you ever wanted. So it's just kind of looking at both scenarios and saying, if, it, if I got to wake up in my perfect life and in my perfect day, which, which road would I take and what would it look mm-hmm. like and what would it feel like and what parts of it make me so excited? Like, I just want to do it now, you know? Uh-huh. And that, and, that yeah. my, my biggest question was just, like, how did you get there? And I love the, the idea of, you know, writing down your schedule for when that, when that happens, just being able to think about, like, you know, waking up in this beautiful home with a beautiful view and being able to have your coffee and, you know, your own schedule. And then, oh, I, you know, I can go into the office for a while. I love, you know, that way yeah. of being able to that and, and because picture we wanna, it too. Yeah, we want to take it and translate it into a world we know. And the world we know is how a day operates, right? We're living them every <laughs> single day. And exactly. if we could pick and choose how those days rolled out, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the dream, right? That's everyone's dream. Yeah. And so yeah. in this, and, and by the way, um, listeners, this is an actual exercise that I have every individual client do when we work together. Um, and there's versions of this in both of my books and in my workbook. So you guys can do this for yourself with whatever it is that you want uh, clarity or vision on. Um, and generically for your whole future life. So this is the same type of exercise that, we, that we're doing. Um, so the most important piece of it is like if I could try and put myself in that life five years from now, I'm loving my life, everything is going amazing, what are the things I'm doing on a daily basis? Um, I want to actually look around this new life as if I was wearing 3D goggles and watching it on TV and say, uh-huh. what are all the different things that change? So now I'm successful. First of all, that opens mm-hmm. a can of work. What does success look like, right? There's a good one for you to unpack later, right? So I'm successful. My life has changed in all these great ways. I'm up-leveled. The finance thing is great. I'm feeling great. I'm now maybe traveling for work or maybe doing some TV shows showing my stuff. I don't know. But here's the mm-hmm. cool part that most entrepreneurs don't think about when they start their business either, which is, in five years from now, maybe all you do is design the stuff. You don't have to do anything mm-hmm. else with your business, right? Uh-huh. You have people that do all the stuff that you don't necessarily like, and every entrepreneur has their list of that, right? <laughs> so yeah. if you're creative, like, you probably don't love all the, you know, taxes and all the other shit, right? So mm-hmm. that's the part, if you can start from – square one where you're at right now and say, I want to build it to a place that in five years, all I do is do some new designs or I do the new lookbook or I work with brand new clients who are building their business or maybe by then I just do trade shows or whatever. Mm -hmm. So just because your business right now is all hustle all the time, which it is to get it off the ground, we want to grow it with the knowledge that that is not going to be the case in five years and it's definitely not going to be the case in 10 years in that same way, right? We want to be able to grow so that at a certain point, we're only doing the pieces of it that we really enjoy. We're able Mm -hmm. to delegate to our team the rest of it. And at some point, we're probably going to want to exit out of that too. Like 
did that, accomplished that, crushed that. Mm-hmm. All right, what's next? And that's going to be okay too. Definitely. So it's kind of like instead of what we normally do, which is walk through life with our eyes on our feet, mm-hmm. it's giving us the permission to not just look up at eye level, let's look way out. Let's see what that looks like because to your first question, how do you get yourself to believe it? Mm-hmm. When you've gone through this exercise and you've really handcrafted what's coming for you and said, this is what I want, this is how I want it, you know, how I want to feel in this life, this is how I want the business to grow, um, mm-hmm. then now you have something to work for. So you're willing to put in 80 hours a week that first year that you walk away from your paycheck to do this, right? Because you know that if you do that for two years, you're setting yourself up to scale back 50% year three, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, and the more that you start imagining it, the more you naturally start to believe it. So here's the big secret that people don't understand. They think they have to believe it before they imagine it. Uh-huh. But if you do the work and do the imagining piece of it and build it out and just let yourself fantasize about it, mm-hmm. every single time you do that, the belief gets more and more solid. Yeah. Yeah. To the point a and year after that, you're like, okay, you can't talk me out of this if you try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there, like I, I think I mentioned in my, um, in the, the application that I filled out yeah. for this, I, I just had so many things that have happened in my life that like have just fallen into place where I'm just super disappointed that, you know, I thought this was going to work out. I, you know, it's, maybe it's a job or a car that I wanted. And I'm just super disappointed when I didn't get the one I thought I wanted. And then mm-hmm. a week later or a month later, or even six months later, something 10 times better comes along. And I'm just, and it's just like a, a light bulb goes off in my head and I'm just like, okay, well this was meant to be, you know, remember when you want this and this is what you're getting instead. So I feel like I am, you know, in a way manifesting. It's just sometimes it's obviously it'll take longer or whatever, but I, I definitely believe that, you know, if you, if you really think about it a lot and you put all of your effort into trying to get it, you'll get what you want, but even more than you you realized you wanted. Yeah, and I think that's, um, I mean, that happens all the time. I think that's the beauty of manifesting is that once you've identified what you want and mm-hmm. are open to how the universe is going to bring it about, and notice I said didn't just sit on your couch and be like, show yeah. up at my door with a lottery ticket, right? Uh-huh. Um, that is not what I believe and it's not what I teach, right? Um, but mm-hmm. once you've identified what you want and you start thinking about it all the time and you start getting rid of the negative voice in your head that says you can't do it, um, uh-huh. and you start replacing that with, I'm an entrepreneur. I am building my dream. I'm building a company. I'm building an empire. I'm building whatever, you know, matters to you. And you, the, all of those things are actions. Even though mm-hmm. it's in your head, that's still an action step towards it. And the more you put that focus there, the more driven you are to build that company, to do the work that is needed to get those clients, do the work that's needed to build those products and things like that. So it all ties together. This is not old school law of attraction, sink it and it shows up on your door. This is real life, how 
people since the dawn of time have been successful is we actually do the shit we want to do, right? Like Mm -hmm. we actually go out and put in the work and put in the effort. But without the vision, the effort will never cash in to where you think it should or want it to. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So if you don't have that end game to a point where it not only excites you, Mm-hmm. but it's actually your driving engine. And the only way you get to that point is by literally allowing yourself to think about it all the time and build it out in your head yeah. all the time and get excited about it all the time. And the more mm-hmm. you do that, the more you get to a place where when disappointments, hap- disappointments happen or obstacles happen, you're like, well, that sucked. <laughs> okay, yeah. tomorrow we start again, right? Because uh, you know what, what the payoff is going to be. Mm-hmm. And the payoff is being able to wake up in your dream house, drive your dream car to your dream office with your dream team that is there and supports you and are all people you handpicked and you're surrounded by friends and family and people who love and support you, right? You're, all of that is part of it. So much more yeah. than just building a business, right? It's building a life. Yeah. Yeah. Does that kind of help that- a little bit? Yeah, definitely. I mean, right now, even I, I'm just constantly thinking about it just because I'm, you know, working from home in the studio that I'm, I'm doing my actual, you know, shop work in too. And so it's just a constant reminder. And so I'm thinking about that and thinking, oh, I should, you know, writing down memos to myself, like, oh, I should do this or try this. And um, I'm constantly thinking about it and how to make it better. And, and, um, yeah, I I think that, that that all helps a ton just and I'm in the middle of reading um your books and so I'm I'm definitely taking all of that in too and listening to podcasts and so um I'm really just trying to like put everything put it into, into practice. It. Yeah. 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 So and just, what I would say is like continue doing what you're doing as far as like focusing on or, or thinking about the business and letting the ideas come to you and try all that too. And in that, mix in total far-fetched fantasies. Okay. So here's the thing. I, and I'm always telling people, like, dream bigger. Nope, that's not even close. So I'll, I'll tell you a little secret. When you first were describing what your vision is, the thing that's going through my head is that's probably one step or two steps above what you've currently built, right? Mm-hmm. And that's perfectly normal. That's what everyone does because we live yeah. in, a, in a bubble, right? The bubble mm-hmm. of what we believe is possible for us. And we yeah. incrementally push it out, one little mm-hmm. level here, one little level there. And what I do is I come in and I <laughs> obliterate your bubble. And I'm like, there is no bubble. You're standing naked in the middle of the world. <laughs> Figure out what you want, right? Um, uh-huh. But we need someone sometimes to see a vision that doesn't exist yet for us one that we have never allowed ourselves to go to because until it is incepted in our brain, until we've let it be there, it can never be. And so if I can come along and help you see a vision that maybe you would have never allowed yourself to build out yet, you probably would have in two years, right? Or three years because your business is growing. And so you're in, as it does, your dreams and vision for it will incrementally be pushed out. What I want you to do is see if we can go there now. Save yourself yeah. all that lag time. 
Mm-hmm. So if you can go there now, then when you're doing the work, I want you to say, there will come a day when I am doing this in my beautiful studio and I'm just doing the pieces of it that I love and then I get to pass the rest off to the team and whatever. So build those out mm-hmm. all the time, even in the little things that you're doing for your business. The pieces yeah. of it that you don't like, whether it's like the operational stuff or the shipping or whatever, mm-hmm. every time say, there will come a day. When I don't have to do this shit no more. Uh huh. And so what you're so, doing is you're reinforcing that push, right? Uh huh. Do you have a question? What? Yeah, I just had a quick question. So, um, with when you built your first future board, this has to do with me thinking like just a couple steps ahead. Mm-hmm. When you built your your first future board, did you? what you put on your board, was that like the, the highest you could think, like the, the most far-fetched that you could think at the time? And then when you reached that, then you just went to a whole other level of, well, I made it this far. Let's see where else I can go. Yeah. Or did you smaller that's a goal? Good, yeah, that's a really good question. So I think um, normally people would go to the – they would put on their board the next level they would need to achieve – without mm-hmm. ever knowing what they're trying to achieve long-term, right? Yeah. So let's say in your uh, situation, maybe the next level for you would be to have studio space or something like that, right? Uh-huh. And, and people are putting that as their ultimate dream when really that's just the next step in your process workflow of your business, yeah. right? So what I do and, and what I teach and even what I did back on that first board is I am always trying to go – to the most extreme place on any dream. So I'm Mm -hmm. trying to literally push my imagination um, to the most far-fetched, but it's it's always tied to a moment or experience that actually matters to me. So for you, that's why I keep coming back to, like, the more you can think about what that business will be like on its best state, with that, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of first moments, right? The yeah, first time yeah. you get to walk into your office building, the first time uh-huh. you hire someone, the you know the yeah. first time you're featured in a magazine, the first so those honest to god girl, if those if you can find those, <laughs> find ten of those, uh-huh. those are what you fantasize on all the time. Okay, because when those come to life, then a whole lot of shit will have also happened to get you to mm-hmm. that level, right? So if you're at a place mm-hmm. where you're featured in, in Style Magazine or whatever, mm-hmm. like your business has grown. That's an yeah. indicator, right? The business is growing, whatever. So most people are only focused on uh, really tangible goals, like my business has to do X amount of revenue or um, have to get a space or just really specific things. And I'm saying change all that into the way it actually comes about in real life, right? Yeah. In real life, we have these moments that, make us who we are, that make us feel alive, that make us feel proud, that make us feel like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did this. That was something that really struck me when you were talking about it once, is don't put just, like, things or money, you know, don't put that kind of stuff on your board. Put experiences, put things that you're getting from what you want, basically. And that yeah. never thought of before, you know, you at, when you think of like a vision board, it's like 
yeah, I want tons and tons of money and I want, you know, a beautiful house, not this beautiful house or, right. um, you know, um, whatever. It's, it was just kind of a, um, it, it was it, a, it a good thing. It makes all the difference in the world. It, so it makes all, yeah. all the difference. So what a mm-hmm. future board is uh, for you and for listeners that it is not a vision board. So a vision board is you going through magazines and making a collage of random shit. Um, a future board is I am intentionally crafting my desired future as it relates to everything that matters to me in my life, as it relates to who I am as a woman, how I take care of my body and mind, who is in my life, um, what I'm doing that I get paid great for, that I love, um, and how I spend my money. So it takes a lot of self-work and deep reflection to come up with those answers long before you ever find a picture, and then the picture matches it. So to, to answer your initial question, um, I teach my clients, and I do this myself, that every single year, so on January 1st, every year, I remake my future board, and I redo all the homework that is in my book. So that homework is not random. I didn't just sit down and be like, oh, I'm going to be an author and make up a bunch of shit. That's mm-hmm. what I've been doing. You know, like, that's, those yeah. are my journal entries. Like, that's how I got here. Um, and mm-hmm. so I redo it every year because what, what it is is it's a roadmap for what's coming. And mm-hmm. so every single year I do it five years out okay. so that every year I am creating a future, creating a future, creating a future, creating a future. Does that make sense? There's never a lag or, like, mm-hmm. a plateau or I don't know what's next. It's every year going, okay, now, now what do I want to build out for the next five years? How can I make it bigger? Yeah, and something that I uh, – another thing I was thinking about is if you, you know, in January, if you look at it and something, you know, you didn't have this experience that you were hoping for, um, the, the five years thing is great because do you just put that on to the, to the next year if that's something you yeah, didn't what I always what I always do is anything that didn't manifest already, which a lot will, mm-hmm. um, but anything that hasn't manifested yet, then I really try to dig deep in my mental imagery and see if I uh-huh. can come up with another uh, visual of that moment or a similar moment so that I have something fresh to look at, but it means the same thing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. what is the next version of that, what's the upgrade of that? Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if one year you have fly first class, let's say is one of your wealth and abundance um, moments that you would like to manifest, and you've got a chance to do that, then maybe your next board would be, I want to fly international first class, which is a totally different experience, right? Uh-huh. Um, and then maybe beyond that is, I want to fly on a private jet. So do you see how each increments yeah. are constantly being pushed out it's not like oh I did that once and now I'm done it's like no my whole life is up leveling that is my plan yeah. my plan is to grow my life till the day I die <laughs> I don't ever want to stop growing it you know so and the <laughs> only way to do that is to know what we want mm-hmm. and then we always have to push that envelope push it push it push it uh, yeah the only the biggest or not the biggest but one of the other questions that I had is that I forgot to ask earlier was when I said, you know, I, the, the biggest thing I'm worried about is um, not having that 
stable income and benefits and everything like that. When did you know or feel like you were safe or comfortable, um, like quitting your, your day job to actually move on to do what you're doing? So that's a great question. I had got to the place where I knew I was pretty much at a fork in the road. Like what I, the book had already been, uh, Hustle, Believe, Receive had been out for a year, I think, uh, a little uh-huh. over a year at this point. Um, so it was really obvious to any employer <laughs> that I uh-huh. had a whole other thing that I was working on. I wasn't working on it during work time, yeah. but clearly, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. employers aren't super fans of you having a life yeah. outside of work. Um, and yeah. so I knew the time was, was coming, but I also knew it the year before. So I had really been working to try and kind of get my ducks in a row. Um, mm-hmm. But here's the thing. If we don't have the courage to make the decision and we've identified what we want, the universe is basically like we're giving carte blanche to the universe. We're like, okay, <laughs> you do you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to yeah. come along and say, Sarah, I've been trying to tell you for the last year, it's time. Get your ass mm-hmm. out there. And I was the same. You know, I'm a single mom. I support a family of four by myself. I worked very yeah. hard to get a corporate career that per- totally changed our lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. So to walk away from that to a zero income, which is what I had when I started my business. I didn't have paying clients yeah. or anything the day I started my business, which is not oh, the yeah. best idea, but still. <laughs> um, so what was the determining factor for me is the universe kicked me out of the nest. And mm-hmm. it did that by I closed the biggest deal of my entire life my, out of any business I'd ever been in. And a week mm-hmm. later, I went in and my bosses were like, thank you so much. Have a nice day um, uh, to try and get out of paying the commission. And I was like, okay, uh, no. <laughs> and I remember driving home and saying, I will never rely on a paycheck from anyone again. I will never work for anyone else again. And it was not yeah. ideal timing in uh-huh. the sense that the universe had kicked me out. Oh. But if you know anything about me, I don't sit down and take shit lightly, so <laughs> it all worked out in the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so you here's the thing. Like, either you'll make yeah. that decision or it'll be made for you. Yeah. No, that's a, it's a, a great point. I mean, especially right now, anybody can be laid off and um, really it, you feel like you have a, a stable paycheck and everything, but that could also change very quickly too. So that's a good reminder. Yeah, absolutely. So I always tell people, and I coach a lot of people who are in a similar spot as you doing a double hustle, is I say for as long as you can keep that paycheck, consider that a huge blessing. It's like icing on the cake for you. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. better be using every spare second to build up everything you need for your business. Get your ducks in a row. Get all the legal stuff taken care of. Like do all of that so that if something happens, like if COVID hits and you're laid off or whatever the case mm-hmm. is, even though it's still scary and even though timing never feels right, you're ready to go. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And if, if it doesn't get to that, you will eventually have to make the call yourself. But um, that's why I've, I've, it always kind of helps knowing what you're building on the side to not mm-hmm. get too caught up in drama at work either. You're like, you know what? In the big scheme of things, I got my own shit brewing. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not going to let this derail me or, or wreck me. But um, so hopefully that was helpful, uh, girl. I would definitely suggest yeah. that you spend the time looking at that big vision, go on Pinterest and start looking at pictures mm-hmm. of beautiful uh, lofts 
look at um, pictures of teams working together of any way you see that business in its ultimate state and mm-hmm. pictures of your dream home. All of those are going to help you create that visual and get really mm-hmm. excited. And then those also need to be on your future board. So. Awesome. Thank you yes. so much. This is seriously so helpful. And I'm, I'm even more excited than before I got on the phone with you. <laughs> Yay. Well, thank you so much, Lucy, for being a part thank of the show today. You. Thanks for opening up and sharing um, all of this with us because I know there's listeners out there who are in the same boat. I know for a fact because I hear from them all the time. Um, and I know that this was really helpful for them too to see, you know, they're not alone in starting something that they want to do. So, um, and listeners, if you want to be featured on the show as well, uh, go to the show notes. There's an application there. You can submit it. Um, I would love to work with you. And if you would like to book a one-hour session that's very similar to this but talking about your own shit and it's private, uh, you can do that at sarahcentrala.com. I'll put the notes um, in there as well. All right, everybody. Have a great day and hustle and thrive. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you got value from today's show, please spread the love by clicking subscribe, leaving a stellar review, and telling everyone you know. And join us next time on The Sarah Centrella Show.